0: Hello everyone. Um, Quick thing I wanted to do before we hop into today's very special episode. I think you guys are going to love it, so I don't want to take long. But we did receive an email recently, uh, and I actually had intended to read this one uh, and uh, give a shout out in the last episode. But since we recorded it so much before we released it and everything, I, I, I forgot. It slipped my mind. So, We received an email from Luke Welkner entitled, A Few Things. Uh, And he says, first off, congratulations, Jeffrey. Sorry if I spelled your name wrong. I'm bad with names. Uh, Also, for December 11th's episode, would you be able to give me a special shout-out as it will be my 16th birthday? I would really appreciate it. Also, Season 5 is really good. I like the dynamic of panning around the world and everyone preparing for this epic battle, or excuse me, this epic final fight. And if it hasn't been said enough, your podcast is the best out there. I've listened to other podcasts, but they're all inferior. You guys are the lake, referring to Lake Superior. Uh, That's the first time we've ever been called the lake, Luke. Uh, But hey, happy birthday, 16. That's a big deal. Hope you had a great birthday. And uh, thanks for the kind words about the show and the congratulations to Jeffrey. We will pass that along um, and that's enough for now. Let's go ahead and hop into the regular intro for today's amazing episode, if I may say I saw myself.
1: This is a podcast where crazy stuff is about to happen.
0: Woo! There's a very real possibility.
1: Like, everyone's character is going to die.
2: <laughs> everyone's going to die, and we have to do it all again.
0: This is it.
3: I'm so
4: excited to die. I was slightly off cue. Can we do it again? No.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, adventure for everyone. Even me. For everyone. Even Alan.
2: Even you, Alan. Sort of.
0: And uh, I'm your Dungeon Master. My name is Paul, and tonight I'm joined by a few of my associates.
5: Hey, guys, it's Jeremy, and I play Blaze Blightwood. I'm Jeffrey, and I play
4: Joe I'm Alan, and I play Brackle. Brackle.
2: I'm Felicia, and I play Professor Margaret Cavendish.
0: Margaret Cavendish. Also
2: known as Meg. Hi, Meg. Hello.
3: Hi, I'm Red, I play Kellen. My name is Zach, and I play
0: Chris. And we're going to play some Dungeons & Dragons. But first, a couple things we need to take care of up front. First of all, we have a couple of five-star reviews to read. Uh, I'm going to read one. This one comes from uh, way back in October of 2022 from The Orange Dragon entitled Amazing Podcast. Take a look. Yeah, boy. It's in a book. Reading random. That part wasn't on there. Mm. Just uh, take a look.
4: LeVar Burton.
0: This review says, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. great story and amazing characters and DM
2: amazing thank you so much
0: thank you the orange dragon um you exist Is that a reference i don't know but that this person does exist uh, unlike the orange dragon kelly which definitively does not exist does anything Uh, exist though
4: if you really think about it we have another review to read yes this one is by top tier wait no that's the that's the title this is by gefica or is it jeffica or jeffica it's five stars, and it says top tier. Top tier. I really enjoy this podcast. Mm-hmm. I started listening during season two. I started hashtag kill the mare, and I've been a devoted fan ever since. The character arcs, Laric in season one, Saul in season two, Jeffrey's character in season three, no spoilers, of course, <laughs> are to die for. And the banter is delightful. Delightful. Jeffrey makes everything he touches better. Wow. And Alan's nerdy references are literally perfect. Literally perfect. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. That's nice. Wow. Paul does a fantastic job of keeping all the tangents under control, <laughs> uh, and telling a great story in an interesting world. Overall, top tier pod, Misk is mid and Kjorg is best character. Don't at me, skull emoji. <laughs> oh my boy. gosh, they're trolling
5: Felicia now. The
0: power
2: that person has to be seventeen. No, I'm telling well, you, we, they're we not allowed.
5: We can't to, leave any of this. I terms. think you're correct. I think they are seventeen. Okay. No, I'm just well, they kidding. may be seventeen. The
3: power of editing is how Paul keeps all the tangents at bay. That's
5: true. Editing, editing is
2: magic. You're welcome for yeah. my characters and how awesome they are. You're welcome.
0: Uh, thanks for the review. Um, we we Your think Misk is a mid. great character.
2: <laughs> thank you so much for that review. You don't review. have to say
0: thank them for it.
2: Thank you for being nice to Alan and his well, Alan. Well, there you go. There's
0: a, yeah, they, they were nice to Alan. I mean, somebody's got to be. I really needed it. Yeah, Alan really needed that today. Also, another way you can help us if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash heroes and support us with your hard-earned cash. If you do that, we'll give you a shout-out live on the show, just like Michael Fornerot. Who? I do not know. (gasps) Hey, boy. If I said that correctly or not, I probably didn't. Fowernerot. Fowernerot. This could be said... Kakarot! Kakarot! Thank you so much for supporting us, or it's also known as Mike Rat on the Discord. Uh, Thank you. Hey, boy. We appreciate you and you are our favorite.
2: You're the wind beneath you our wings.
0: You are the wings. wind beneath our wings. Let's let's play a dungeon and a dragon. You wanna? I'm gonna roll this uh giant of blue d20. Uh he's
2: gonna roll it.
0: It's a nine. Wow. Let's talk about what happened last time on
4: Make Believe Heroes. Make Believe. Corn Believe Cabos.
0: Last time, Joseph and his crew arrived, finally, on the shores of Venthaven. But as they did, they saw that a strange, mysterious even, fog had settled over the great elven city by the sea. As they made their way onto the shore and then toward the arcane bead, they stepped with trepidation. For within this great fog, there was something else, these pockets of colored fogs that seemed to have strange effects on those who entered therein. Meanwhile, in the center of the city, with no knowledge of the danger that waited just outside the beat, our other adventurers, Chris, Meg, Sir Vance and Guy, dressed up in all of their best niceties and liveries, headed toward the Grand Dinner in the tall tower of the Elder Conclave. Inside, they were met with fancy hors d'oeuvres and beautiful meals and lovely music and difficult conversations as Vance prepared to address the mother of his late friend, Lorik Darkbolt. And Chris spoke with the governess, Marlayan, and many questions began to arise amongst them. And as the others, Joseph and crew, made their way on through the city, they encountered a figure, a soldier of Venthaven, driving one of the flutter carts who seemed to be out of his mind, attacking them, taken over by some strange force. And then a couple of them, Kellen and Blaze, hopped into the flutter cart, making their way toward the arcane bead. And when we ended last week, our remaining crew, Joseph, Brackle, and friends, stumbled upon something staggering, shambling toward them through the dark fog. But as you are continuing forward, uh, you feel a tug, a sharp tug at your your sleeve. And you turn and look, and Lois is standing there. Her eyes are wide, and she is pointing forward with the other hand. Uh, And not directly forward on the road, but to the right of the road. You see something moving in the fog. Figures, multiple figures.
5: Something's in the way. Uh, you have an
0: opportunity right now to do something.
5: Uh, to
0: hide. Uh, to yell out. To whatever. But I need to know right now.
1: Who all's with me? Lois Brackle. Lois, Charlie, Brackle,
0: Charlie, and the, the 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 guard that's with you too. He's just oh, he's dazed. He's just kind of falling after you. you. You all have the opportunity right now to to react to that in some way. Hmm. Which way are they walking? Where are they moving? Can we tell which way they're walking? They seem to be moving closer to you. Who
1: goes there? And I'm about to cast a spell, depending on what they say.
0: Uh, You do not get a response. And they continue moving for you, towards you a little more
5: quickly. I cast Storm Sphere. Oh, God. Please don't be the Knights of Venthaven.
0: Uh, Storm Sphere. What level is that?
5: It's
1: fourth level.
0: Dang, boy. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll. Roll it. Ooh, that was a very bad roll, and I I was thinking I'd just roll one for the group. When the sphere appears, though, it's kind of like wind and lightning, right? Yes. A 40-foot sphere in front of you just, like, turns into stormy air. Yes. But it blows the fog out, and you can see into it. Uh, And you see five elven figures clad in metal armor, wielding their weapons, shambling forward as the sphere appears.
5: Shambling.
0: Uh, And they fail. So go ahead and roll me two D6s. Three... Three? Yes. That's not very high. Three of them fall down and like stumble and, and then kind of put their hands up to their head. Two of them stutter and continue walking forward. Brackle. Yeah. You see this happening as well.
4: What do you do? I try to shoot my bow in their direction. Okay. You want to shoot
0: one? You can see them now. This is cleared out of way.
4: So, are they clearly hostile, or are they like the guard? They're like the guard.
0: Two of them are walking, but two of them are still walking towards you guys with a weapon in their hand.
4: Uh, so, I want to attack them. How close is it? They're in a storm sphere. They're
0: probably 25 feet away from you, but if you go to them, you will also enter into the storm sphere.
4: Okay.
5: Right row.
0: Which means that you will have to make a save and potentially take some. I'm not
4: going to do that. Okay. Uh, I want to shoot an arrow out. Okay. And say, sorry guys, shouldn't have got possessed. Left or the right? Or are you going to shoot at one of each? Yeah, so I'll do that. Okay. So I rolled an 8. Plus 11. Plus a 19. That's a hit. Roll me 1d8 plus 4. And that's a 5. Well...
0: Okay, so you hit one for 5. He's going to... He seems undeterred. He has an arrow sticking out of his shoulder, and now he's walking towards you more quickly.
4: Zombie. Zombie. I shoot him again. Him again? Yeah. Okay. This time... I got a 24. Okay, that's a hit. And 8.
0: 8. Okay, this time he fails. Uh, this time you hit him the second time, and he falls down. When he does, he goes,
5: Ah! I've, I've been shot! Where where am I? What? Oh, they're possessed-like. You gotta hit him to wake them up. Mm-hmm.
0: They're making saves when you hit them. He rolled a nat 20 the first time you shot him. The okay. other one is still shambling forward towards you guys. The others are now getting up groaning, you can see. We cut to Kellen and Blaze. What exactly is your plan? Where are you planning on, on going?
5: We're trying to get as close to the city as possible. Like the wall of protection, I, the arcane I basically bead. want to see that it's still there. Okay. And or give a warning that the guard is under attack. I cast pass without a trace.
0: Okay, so you're trying to sneak. Yes. Okay. You are flying forward. You see the arcane beat. You see it once you get high up enough. You're not. The cloud is, seems to be everywhere. Uh, but you can see it, like,
5: bundled up against the arcane bead. It appears the arcane bead is intact. It does. It does. Are we heading into that? We would be allowed entry. We should sound the alarms if they have not been sounded already. Okay. Full steam ahead, then.
0: I'm gonna okay. try to kick this thing into overdrive.
5: Okay. You push as hard as
0: you can. Are you coming at it, like, straight forward, Like, down like this?
5: Angle
3: down.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I was thinking, like
3: angle down but also yeah Uh, yeah.
0: you slam into a solid wall
5: oh crap really
0: the wings break off the right side of the cart (laughs) that's not bueno (laughs) we have made a mistake the two of you are now tumbling down this wall
5: (laughs) (laughs) we will have to break into vent haven
0: the cart is starting to like tumble in over in guys are flipping down. I mean, you're not like 100 feet in the air or anything, but you are falling down this way. And it's it's a wall. It's like a, it's like an angled wall. You're not falling straight down. Uh, but things aren't great. What do you do? Blaze
5: is, Blaze is going to jump off and like, try to either sink his blade into the wall or okay. grab onto the wall. Okay, okay, okay. So he can slide down with less damage. I, I'm, I'm going to jump off and... Uh, t- right now,
0: because you've already taken an action with passionate yeah. trace and flying into yeah, the wall... Okay. Uh, I'll say you got enough. You can jump out. you got movement. So you jump out, and you're sliding down the wall. Uh, Blaze, make me some sort of an attack roll. Oh,
5: okay. We're sliding
0: down. And give me an acrobatics check, Kellen. Give me an acrobatics check.
5: Okay. Yeah. Natural 20, boy.
0: Okay. Kellen got a 23 on his acrobatics, and you got a natural 20. Let's go. You are able to find the right moment and to leap out. Uh, And I will actually say that if you want to, you can grab a hold of Blaze's back. Sweet. As you see him sink his sword into the bead. It's cutting through it, uh, but it's not cutting it open. It's like the, the bead reforms around it as it slides down. It's
5: like it re-heals. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Uh, but that's he,
0: cool. this is slowing down and there are like white sparks flying off of the blade uh, as you are sliding down the wall. <laughs> Vance, you approach an elven woman standing there she is talking with an elderly gentleman also elven obviously but silver-haired uh, they're talking for a moment and as you approach he he says something gives gives a little bow and then a, a kiss uh, on her hand and then he turns and walks away as you approach and she turns placing her glass on the table roll me an insight check Schwifteen. 15 huh with a fifteen, uh, you see as you come walking up. She looks. She looks tired. She looks like she's not having a good time. She's kind of doing that thing where she like leans her head, like leans her head over and like rubs her forehead with her elbows resting on the tall table.
1: Are you Leandra Darkbolt?
0: With a little bit of a start, she looks up. Um, she's tall, probably right at. I mean, Vance isn't that tall, right? It's like five nine, five ten. Yeah, probably probably about 5'10, 5'11. She's just almost just a little bit taller than you probably.
1: Yeah, she's taller.
0: Oh, um yes, I, I am. And um what who are you? What can I do for you?
1: My name is the Afterwall. Oh. And I am from Branshire. Oh, all the way
0: from Brandshire. Huh.
1: Yes, I am a paladin of Pelor, Ah. And I knew your son.
0: She freezes. You, you, you knew, you knew Loric? Yes. Wait, you say you are a paladin. Did you travel with him?
1: Yes. I did.
0: You see. Would you, I'm sorry, I, I, uh, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm... Would you like to take a seat? Y- yes, actually. I, th- I think I would. And she, uh, there's, like, some seats right there at this tall table, like a, like a high chair. She sits in it.
1: If there's a guy walking around with drinks, I try to get her a drink.
0: There are. There's people.
1: Here, let's, you can have a drink. I'll have a, sir, if you could get me an orange juice.
0: <laughs> of course he, he turns and he walks over to one of the golems And he like does a little thing And the golem takes off
1: This is my friend Guy He also traveled with us
0: Hi, hi ma'am He says And he just kind of gives a little sheepish wave Oh so you both knew my son Yes ma'am Well I have met one of your companions
1: Really Wh- who was it
0: A gnome A red haired gnome Kellen. Yes. Yes, he visited me in Brightport some time ago. He told me, and she takes a sip of her drink. Oh, no. He told me that Lorik did not survive the mission or task.
1: What all did he tell you?
0: Uh, he told me that Lorik saved the world. Mm. And that he had made a promise that he would tell his... he would tell his story. And at the time, I was... At that moment, she... You're interrupted as someone comes walking up another elf, a a young elven woman. Uh, And she is holding a a child on her hip. Probably a... It looks like a toddler, maybe. And she says, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt my lady, but he is quite persistent. He he wants his mother. And she hands the child to Leandra. And there is a... uh, A light-skinned, red-haired boy with bright green eyes. Vance, the moment you see him, I mean, this boy, it's the spitting image of Lorik.
1: Wow, he looks just like Lorik.
0: Ah, yes, he does, doesn't he? Well, Lorik was a bit thinner at this age. He was always gangly. This is this is my son Lan- Landric.
1: Nice name.
0: I wanted to honor Lark with his name. And what can you tell me? Well, I'm sure there's many things you could tell me, and there's many things I would love to ask you. And she takes the boy, and you see the little elven boy. Just he's now sitting on her knee, and uh, he is not really looking up at you. He looks kind of shy. His hair is a little bit long, and it's kind of dangling down in front of his eyes a little bit, like a messy mop of red hair. He's fiddling with a little toy in his hand.
1: How old does he look? Would I be able to tell that? Or elf children? He's a,
0: he's a toddler. They grow the same until they you know, reach like adultishhood. So mm. he's like, you know, may, you would guess between two and three years old. Okay, cool. I have to ask, I, 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 why why have you come to see me? As much as I would love to hear more about your time with Larick? why seek me out?
1: Because I was going to tell you probably a part of the story that Kellen did not tell. Oh. Kellen is very kind.
0: He was kind.
1: Probably too kind. And he doesn't want to hurt anyone.
0: She looks nervous. Go on.
1: The mission that we all thought that we are were sent by paylor to do was actually not from paylor at all
0: yes i've have, i've have heard that
1: and we were we were all deceived but he was right about one thing lurk kind of did save the world in a way it could be a lot worse than it is right now i'm sure you've probably heard of the unchained
0: Yes, I'm aware of all that's happening now, and I've actually been doing what I can. I I have essentially perfected the the magic that Lark wanted to accomplish for his father, a worm of a man.
1: Um, actually, we all went into the Grove of Atonia to... What we thought was save a tree or something like that, but. Right. In fact, Demvarga was seeking to take the heart of the Crooked Father. And Lorik had been more deceived than anyone else, and he was my friend, but he did also irritate me to no end along the journey. <laughs>
0: That I can believe.
1: And I could tell you probably lots of good and funny stories, but... Well, he was so deceived by Dimvarga that he ended up killing my friend Guy here. Who has been dead for... How long, Guy? Were you dead?
0: Uh, a couple of years, I think. She looks stunned at that. I don't... I don't understand. What do you mean?
1: Well, he was trying to convince Demvarga that he was on her side to get closer to her, which I did not recognize at the time. I thought he was being genuinely took to her side like he was actually joining her. And he killed Guy here.
0: How... how... how were you dead for two years and then... Resurrected that's not how resurrections work
1: I struck a deal with Atonia to keep his body while I sought a way to commune with him on the other side it's a It's a very, very long story
0: I can tell, but I have to ask why would you why why tell me this? why drudge this up
1: because I was a paladin of Palor. But I broke my oath when... I avenged Guy... My friend here, who was killed by your son. Because whenever he... Revealed that he actually didn't join her and...
2: This is rough.
1: Ended up almost killing himself along with her. I avenged Guy by finishing him off in a fit of rage. And although you may not forgive me, I thought you would like to know what happened to your son. In my quest to revive my friend Guy, I also spoke to your son on the other side.
0: She is frozen like a statue. Guy, his head is bowed and tears are dripping off of his face. I... You're, you're telling me that you... You are responsible for Lorik's death?
1: Unfortunately, yes. I regret it deeply, but I can't take it back.
0: Guy speaks up. We're, we're very sorry. Lark was my friend. He actually um, he taught me everything uh, I knew until recently about being a wizard. And I've enrolled in, in the college to honor him. And I know that he didn't mean to hurt me the way that he did. He, he was just too zealous and he didn't know how to control himself, you know. But this was his. And he pulls from his pocket a wand. He loved it. It was the first magic item he found on the trip. He said he couldn't wait to... Return home one day and show it to his father and to you. It is a wand of wonders. And I'm I'm returning it to you. I'm going to you. You should have this. And he extends the wand toward her, handle first. Her hand's shaking. She reaches up and takes it, holds it in her lap. And now tears are flowing quietly down her cheek. Guy looks at you, Vance.
1: When I communed with Thaloric in the astral plane. He was content to be there. He had found peace. And he gave me this trinket, which must have been given to him as a child. It's a carved wooden griffin. It's sort of just like a sculpture. Small for a child to play with.
0: You hold it out to her, and when you do, her eyes get wide, and the boy in her lap looks up. And he reaches for it, and you see in his hand he has one very similar. She takes it from you. She holds it out to her son, and then she cries as a sob escapes her throat. She holds him tight, weeping. Joseph. Ah. There's one guard shambling towards you all. Sword in hand. He is now up on you, and he's going to make an attack one. No, he's not. That is an 11. Miss. He makes another attack one. Miss again. That is a 19.
5: Ooh, that's a hit. Okay. No, he's a dumb, dumb head. He didn't get a 19.
0: You take eight slashing damage. Ouch. What do you do? Mm,
1: curse you. Curse
0: you. Cursed visits of Vent Haven. if
5: visits of Vent Haven.
1: I use my action to make a lightning bolt come out of that storm sphere and strike him.
5: It turned me into Zagot.
0: Oh my goodness! And how powerful is that lightning bolt?
5: Are you straight up killing
1: Vent Haven guards right now? Like Blaze is going to kill you. Make a ranged spell attack. You have advantage on the attack roll if the target is in the sphere. On a hit, the target takes forty-six lightning damage.
0: You dead boy. You were dead. Forty six. Uh, he has. To, you're making an attack, right?
1: Yeah. Is he in the sphere still, or is he? Outside? He's
0: not. Okay. He has stepped out to hit you, unless you put it literally right in front of him. Well, you. it's a twenty five. Oh, 25 is a hit. Yeah. I mean, I think you're, I think you're probably good there. Forty sixes, my boy. Forty six. I need forty sixes.
5: That's sixteen. Uh murderer. You are a murderer. Okay,
0: you hit him for 16 damage. Lightning strikes him right in the back. Let's see if he can beat that on save. That would take him that 20. He does not. Okay. Uh, he rolled. He did not. He rolled low. The lightning bolt hits him in the back. Ah, and when it does, he like jerks back and his helmet comes flying up off of him. He falls down on one knee. Ah, what?
5: Where, what? He survived that crap?
0: Is that all of them? That's all of them, yeah. The others are in the sphere still. I'll like release like, the storm on sphere. Their and pulling their helmets off. Okay, you release the storm sphere. He looks up, and Brackle, you actually recognize this guy. Oh! It's
4: your
2: daddy!
0: It's Flubin. <laughs> it's Flubin! That? No, I'm just kidding. It is uh, Sivrin, the guard who uh, like took your blood and let you into Haven when you first came in and asked you what your business was in town and stuff.
4: Hey, man, can I have my blood back? Sounds like this place is gone to heck. <laughs>
0: Where, where are we what what are we what's this the fog it took our... we're in the city took our minds
4: and I'm pretty sure that something nefarious has taken over which means they have access to my blood one of the
0: guards behind you all steps up uh towards you and he pulls his helmet off and he's' he's, he's broad of shoulder large man um he has bright blue scales he is a dragonborn uh, you know this individual, Joseph, or you know who he is. You don't know him necessarily personally, but his name is Crevar Azalon. He is the uh, head protector of the Protector's Guild of Vanhaven. And he says, Thank you, gentlemen, for what you've done. And my lady,
6: you, you've pulled us free from whatever this, this madness. I tried to help my men, and I stepped into some sort of cloud, and it took my mind. Thank you.
1: I would like for us to move forward with caution. Yes. And we need to head towards the city, but it would be good if one of you or two go to the lighthouse and try to get that thing going
0: again. That is very wise. Uh, He turns to two of the other guards there, and he he gives them the nod, and they they quickly stand up, kind of shake themselves. They're they're still kind of shaken, uh, but they start making their way... In that direction and <laughs> be and
1: careful and watch out for the colored clouds
0: yes avoid the different colored clouds
6: um, if, if we we need to reach the bead the uh the zauberstone cleric mages they have sealed it uh, and so that no one may enter no one knows why this is happening or if they do they're not saying
1: hmm
4: who has sealed it
6: the zauberstone clerics the cleric mages
4: hmm
0: I mean, Brackwell, you know who that is.
4: Oh right, let's go. Let's go find them. Let's go. Let's go rescue them from whatever. The, they're, the,
6: they're, f- no, the, no, they don't need rescuing. They're they're protecting the bead. They are powerful, and the paladins are there as well. Yeah. Let's go
4: protect the bee with them.
6: <laughs> is this one
0: brain-addled as well?
4: Yes, a little bit. All right. Um, always, uh, it's my shadow. It's gotten into my head, and it bit Kelly. Yeah, make me a Constitution saving throw. Because I reminded you of it? Are saving throws at a disadvantage? I forget.
0: It's not an ability check. A saving throw is not an ability check. So.
4: Well, I rolled a friggin' two. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh no. Uh, so
0: it's a four total.
4: <laughs> so
0: that is a failure. So as you're saying that about your shadow, Brackle, um, you feel a piercing pain in the back of your neck.
4: Three more levels of exhaustion.
0: No, no, no. No more exhaustion. But you reach back, and, and when you do, the the little you can feel the little black, like fingerlings crawling up the back of your neck into your scalp. Oh my
4: gosh. Guys, there's fingers <laughs> on my scalp. Oh my god. Just ignore him. Joseph.
0: Joseph, you still got that light spell? Yes. Just asking. He says, do you, "Do you say there's fingers on my scalp?"
4: Yeah. Yeah, they're they're like getting into my brain. Fingers on your scalp.
0: Let me see. You shine the light on them. Yeah. You can see when the brightness of the light shines on it, you can see these uh these tendrils of black power crawling up his neck mm. <laughs> that is not good and I knew about this before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You, you've seen
1: Brackle are we gonna have to kill you before we get there
4: no no <laughs> Yep. no I think I think I gotta give my shatters somebody
6: I don't know what that means Or you
0: Do you, have you? contracted some sort of illness I, I can can help a little with, with that if you, if you would like Cravar steps forward he places a hand on your shoulder Brackle uh, and a bright white light shines on the symbol of the protector's guild on his breastplate uh, and he casts lesser restoration on you
4: does it do anything
0: it seems to help the you, you, the pain recedes in your neck the shadow doesn't go away or anything it doesn't banish it but it, it's it helps
4: oh mm, yeah that's that's better thank you
6: you're welcome
4: so what can we do to help
6: help us reach the the bead. We must see what the what the Zabastone clerics think we should do. I don't know what to do.
4: To the bean, then.
0: So Beans,
5: beans, beans, blades. beans, beans, beans. Yes. You and Kellen
0: are grinding your way down the side of this bead with your sword.
5: <laughs> yeah, we are. Heck yeah.
3: Uh,
0: and you hear a, a call come from, from below you, people calling out like, look out, what's, what is it? Uh, and there's some sort of a commotion as you come like sliding down and you land pretty close to the main road there on the side of the bead and there are a number of folks around there are figures facing the bead probably 20-25 feet apart with their hands up uh, with a light connecting both of their palms to one another and then to the bead uh, behind them running toward you uh, come two figures dressed in full plate armor silvery plate armor with the Zilberstone symbol and the symbol of Provolume on their chest uh, one is wielding a large warhammer. The other is wielding a great sword. As they come running toward you, and they're calling out, "Halt! Hello, friends. We are here to warn you. Stay out of the fog." They run up to you. They got their weapons like at the ready. And uh, one, he is uh, looks like a, an elf. He says, "Tell us who
5: are you and what is your business here? Our city is in danger." I am Blaze Blightwood. I am the champion of prevalion and I am here to help. Hi, I'm... I'm Kellen.
0: You see the, the one who was speaking, the one who has the greatsword.
5: Well, how
0: did you... And then the moment you say that, the broken flutter cart just crashes down beside you guys, too. One of the, Two of the wings were still beating, and so it kind of, like, hovered a little bit, and it took it a little bit longer to get down to you. And he, he looks over toward that and looks back at you.
3: <laughs> I swear I have my license. It's just expired.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh. We were in danger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, you, you, the bead is sealed. Uh, as you can see, our clerics are holding it to hopefully keep whoever has accosted our great city from entering or, gods forbid, getting out.
4: Getting out? Is the fog still there? Does it go away when that happens? Did you just say getting out?
0: Well, we can't say for sure. Whether this is coming from without or within, can we?
3: So we can't go in? Is that what you're saying?
0: Only if the clerics allow it. Come. Come along. Okay. Why do you need to enter the city?
3: I would kind of point to Blaze.
5: I'm just like, hey. Hey,
0: what's up, Blaze? You want to take uh, take point on that?
5: Yeah. Yeah. You're the one that's wearing the same symbolism. That's true. We came ahead of our party to announce that there was trouble abroad. We have others in the fog trying to make their way here. Perhaps we should put together a sortie to rescue them.
0: Uh, he casts on the truth. Do you willingly take it? Fail. I take it. He turns to you and he says, I I am going to verify your statements. I'm afraid I cannot go any further until I know that you're telling the truth.
5: I don't, I don't willingly take it. Please verify my statements. It is nearly impossible for me to lie.
0: He can see that you are not lying. And he, you know, asks you again. Uh, Roll me a If you're going to try and beat it, roll me a d20, Kellen.
3: Oh, I mean, I'm not even talking. Well, sure. I'm going to be a little rebel.
0: Let's see. You're a pirate now.
3: I am a pirate.
0: It's true. Arr. Did you roll it? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a two.
0: Uh, what is it? It's a wisdom? I mean, what's no, charisma? Ha- what
3: do I have to. No, wait. It's a wisdom?
0: It's a charisma. It's charisma. Hold on. It's against magic, though. So roll, roll it again. You, you roll yes, twice. Yes, I get, I
5: get advantage. What's that, Riz? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
5: So a grand total of five. You fail. So you hear oh. Blaze say, I sometimes wish that my children oh, come on. <laughs> were closer to me and did not leave. Oh, that's
0: sad. I don't need to hear all of your truths. I just need to know, do you know anything about this fog? Do you mean any harm to our city?
5: I know it's a fog. I am the champion of Prevalian. and I have spoken to her personally. We need to get a sortie to rescue my friends.
0: Well, he looks a little shook up by that. But he says, oh, uh, "I oh, all right. Well, come along then." You look puny
5: and like you could easily be defeated in battle.
0: He he just turns around and starts walking.
5: I think you really scared him there, Blaze. You all come along the periphery
0: of the bead, and you come to the main road where it enters into Vent Haven. Rackle, Joseph, yes, and your ilk, Charlie. You all come upon the same place around the same time. Uh, at the entrance to Haven, at the, the, the main road there are standing a few of these clerics some are doing the same thing 25 feet apart palms connected in a beam of light that is also shining into the bead uh, but standing there communing with one of the other paladins uh, an older grizzled looking figure uh, is a beautiful blonde haired cleric that you recognize Brackle as none other than Hilna Hilna she she turns my
4: shadow's getting worse
0: Brackle she she like, quickly she just kind of like puts a hand on the shoulder of the of the paladin, and then quickly steps over towards you all Brackle Brackle what what are you doing Have you, you've just returned from your journey
4: yeah we just got back and found the city encased in fog
0: yes I'm afraid the entire city is under some sort of an attack and we do not know why we have sealed the beat.
4: how can we help I don't know I currently have disadvantage on all of my ability checks. <laughs>
0: you, you, are you not feeling well, Brackle?
4: Yeah, I currently have disadvantage. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been. Uh, I think my condition is getting worse, and I haven't found anybody to pass pass it on to. Have you rested? I sunbathed quite a bit on the.
0: You look exhausted, Kareem
4: Abdul Jabbar.
0: <laughs> you look exhausted.
4: I am exactly one level exhausted.
0: She takes a palm and places it on your forehead, and then she holds a pendant on her collar, and she casts Greater Restoration, which reduces the target's exhaustion level by one. (laughs) Thank you. I feel much better. Nice. Paladin comes walking up from the side, along with Kellen and uh, Blaze. Joseph, you're there. Charlie's there. What are y'all doing?
1: Hey, lady. What do you think about this girl?
0: This girl? This this young woman with you here? Yeah. I don't know her. I don't know her. Is there something I should know?
1: We found her lost at sea. She can't speak, and she has strange markings
0: all over her. That is strange. I would love to... See if I could help, but I'm afraid right now I, I I don't have the time or the resources. Are you all heading toward the Elder Conclave, or what? What is your plan?
4: We're trying to figure out what's going on here. I Figured we'd start with the younger Conclave.
0: We have sent a messenger to. It is it is a there was a festival. At the, they call it the Springtide Tide Fate and the governess and all of the Elder Conclave will be held together at the ballroom there at the building of the Elder Conclave.
5: Can we get in there?
0: I can allow you passage.
5: I need to be there as soon as possible. Then I must go.
0: Yes. All right. Well, I... So the, all of you, the... One, two, how many of you are there? One, two, three, four, five of you? Six, Count Charlie. I
3: cast Teleport.
0: And the bear as well? Yes. But of course. He is a knight. I am a knight. Uh, so are you are all going? everybody's going in let's do it let's do it let's do it
3: let's, do it. let's go
4: yeah.
0: onward she steps over to the bead she takes from her her pocket a blade like an actual little looks like a little silvery blade and she just runs it down from about just above eye level and it cuts through the bead like a curtain and she reaches and grabs a fold of it and pulls it back go now with haste tell them we need help
5: let's run I'm running let's go
0: y'all run in Let's you're do running it. in. Okay, you're running in. I'll do it. Yes.
3: Let's, uh, let's run the fast.
0: Margaret, you and Hal, uh, having finished a conversation with the Archmage about uh, his plans for the upcoming expansion of the college in the coming semester, you all... Head up the stairs, and you see standing there two people: one, Chris, your friend, and the other, the governess Marlan. Your mom in conversation. Oh.
2: Do I just interrupt? You can. Yeah. Governess Marlan.
0: Ha, Margaret. It's good to see you.
2: Yes, it is good to see you too. And I see you. You have found Chris. He's back from his journey.
0: Yes, Chris and I've been catching up. He's been telling me all about his. Adventures, uh, somewhat, anyhow. So I I assume you all will have everything that you need now to accomplish your goal?
2: As far as we know, am I right, Chris? We should be able to.
3: Yeah. um, The stone was the last piece we needed. Now it's just putting it together.
0: Good, good. Well, while I have you all here... Oh, no. um, I I, I wanted to... Chris and I were actually just talking a moment ago about, about your friends... Joseph Stormbright and Zerluin. And not counting for Brackle and Mr Blightwood. You see, Chris asked me about the shade, as he calls himself. When he returns, I can't say exactly what it is he's going to do. We need him to give us some information, but it is not in the best interests of Haven that he be involved further.
2: Well, I mean, if he if he is with the uh, crew, um, there's a high chance that they have filled him in on our plans, and...
0: Oh, I expect he knows all of that already. That's not really what I mean. What I mean is, he mostly stays to himself. But he is going after this pearl, and I don't know... What will happen if he uses it? Hmm. I don't really know exactly how to operate it, and I just I, let me let me allow me to be frank with you. I don't trust him.
2: Uh, I see. Um.
0: Nor do I trust Joseph Stormbright. If I could be honest with you.
2: <laughs> yes, he was in chains when we first met him, as well. But he, <laughs> bless you, Chris. Uh, Thanks. He has been very. Honest, I feel like, with, with our group.
0: And, Honest? Really?
2: Well, yes, he did actually go on the mission to help you, and you had him in chains, so... Well, did
0: you know, do you know what his, his other name is? Joe? Yes. Joseph Stormbright is his name, but he has another that he uses on the seas.
1: Hmm.
0: One that is much more well known. And that name is Linnaeus Darkstorm.
2: Can I roll, like, what history I know?
0: Check. History check.
2: Yeah. History check.
0: But plus seven to history.
2: That's good. Okay. That's 18. Wow. I had 11. I thought I was a one.
0: Halifel, uh chokes on his drink. <laughs> i Did you say...
2: Hal, <coughs> How- are you okay?
0: I'm sorry. Um, did you say... Did you say... Darkstorm and she takes a sip of her wine and Meg, you remember now and Chris you do too you remember the shade saying that, but it just you just didn't pay any attention to it you know dark storm, storm bright things kind of just meld together, but now hearing it out loud like that, Margaret, you know that name that is like you know think like Blackbeard, the a most infamous the pirate. most infamous pirate name ever spanning hundreds of years.
2: I didn't get the sense that he has lived that long. Uh,
0: w- w- what do you mean, Margaret? Do you know, you, so this is one of your compatriots?
2: I know of the name, I-
0: Linnaeus Darkstorm is the most infamous pirate who's ever sailed the seas of Manumi. He is a crook, hmm. he is a thief, he is self-serving, and yes, we have looked the other way a couple times you know, offered aid in return for a favor here and there. You know, we have to do things to accomplish things from time to time. But, I don't know what he'll do when he returns. And I don't know what the Shade is doing with him while they are away. So I'm simply warning you, Margaret, that if venthaven Haven needs to use force against Linnaeus and Zerluin, will we have your support?
3: <laughs> oh, dying!
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh
2: my gosh, that's <sighs> okay. Let's see. Margaret kind of is taken aback by that. It's very just sudden that she just throws that out there. Um, I kind of look over at Chris and look back at the Governess, my um, well, I governess Marlay, and that is very it's a very strong statement. I, I mean, I want good things for the world and Monumi and Vent Haven alike, and I don't think I would stand by as someone would hurt it.
0: We will do whatever is necessary for the good of Fyndhaven and, of course, the rest of the world.
2: But why would you incorporate him in this plan that is very detrimental to the wellness of the world if you knew they were so shady?
0: Unfortunately, both of them have information, had information, that we needed for this to happen, is to work, to accomplish our goals. But once we have that information, then we will do what we must.
2: You're just going to get rid of them?
0: No, I didn't say anything about that. I'm not sure one could get rid of Zeluin. I'm just saying if we need to push them out or use force in any way, we will have your support.
2: Governess Marleyan, i I. Do believe I would stand with the school and the city of Haven in any circumstance.
0: And what of you, Chris? I
3: will do what is in the best interest of the gods and Manumi.
2: Margaret looks over at Chris.
3: But I will not participate in any personal vendettas.
0: Oh, and I wouldn't expect you to, Chris exactly what I'm asking you to do.
3: And he gives that same grin that he gave earlier, kind of like, you're full of crap, lady. <laughs> Margaret looks over
2: at Chris and kind of just... She doesn't, like, give him no weird look. It's, it's just like she she kind of sees Chris's... Uh, a good side of Chris that she hadn't really got to meet. I mean, I don't know how to say where's it. Where's like-
0: Margaret on this? I want to know where Margaret is on this. Is she... If this is Blackbeard the pirate and maybe the devil and they're going to try and hurt <laughs> Vent Haven, then yeah, I'll do whatever I've got to do to beat them. Or is she, well, I kind of like my new friends and so I'm not going to stand with Haven. Where is she on that? Like, which side is she? Is she on? I need to know. Is she on Venthaven's side or is she on their side?
2: Margaret wouldn't say any more than she did say.
0: No, I'm just asking for my context.
2: Oh, Margaret loves her new friends but will stand with vent haven okay
0: because i mean does she she doesn't trust the shade like she didn't no she like doesn't she trust tru- the shade. i mean
2: blaze doesn't trust the shade either you know blaze has some insight and margaret knows that because blaze okay. is a champion
0: a couple things are going to happen one margaret I, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw margaret
2: what? oh can you tell me what it is pa
0: don't look at the...
2: Oh, okay, I won't.
0: I, <laughs> don't look at the I
2: need you to just show me it, like what I need to add to this. Uh.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you. Well, Just throw me a d20 because I'm actually not sure. Let me, I need to check what kind of save it is. Oh my
2: gosh, it's 11 again. Okay. Plus okay. whatever. It is a
0: wisdom save. <laughs> uh, and I need the same thing from Chris. Oh,
2: no! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I'm, uh,
0: now, is this I'm a, a really magical mad. check? Well, then yeah, give me a, an advantage roll.
2: It's the crying woman. She's, she's really affected all of us.
3: Dirty 20. Hey, boy.
2: And we all die. Margaret doesn't, it doesn't even matter what Margaret wants because she did.
0: Margaret.
1: <laughs>
0: now, with your support, of course, I, I feel more comfortable and confident. And, and of course, for you too, Halifax, she says with a nod, and Hal gives her like a stern, like, a yes, obviously. But my greatest concern, she says, and she kind of turns and, and walks over beside you, Margaret, and she puts a hand on your shoulder. Honestly, my greatest concern is if the Shade and Linnaeus have spent this much time with your friends, Rackle. it was, right? The human? Yes. And Blaze, you know, Blaze, well, surely Blaze would be a strong will. But we must consider the possibility that they also could be corrupted.
3: Uh, this is ridiculous.
0: And as she says that, you think, oh my gosh.
2: You're so right. Girl, you, you are You are so right. right.
0: <laughs> what if they have, what if they've turned on us? I mean, we can't rule out that the shade could, in fact, be with the
2: Unchained. It, that is very true. I I haven't known the shade that long and He's very quiet about his thoughts and what he thinks about everything.
0: I know that we can count on you both. And she turns and looks at you, Chris. Chris, give me a an insight check with Advantage.
2: Oh, come on, Chris, help me. Stab no, this lady he, in the stomach, killer.
0: He can't help
3: you.
2: Oh, thanks.
3: Oh, I'm so glad for Advantage because that was a nat one. Oh, bro, we would have just oh, blew man, up. I
0: wish I hadn't given it to you.
3: Oh, it's not any better, dude. It's six. Oh dang. Should I burn inspiration on this?
0: <laughs> I um, think I might honestly okay. burn inspiration. Oh, let's let's d- d-
3: give it oh, to me. Dude. Give it to me,
0: baby. That is a nat twenty. Oh, it's a nat, oh, it's a nat twenty. Nat 20. <laughs> you serious? Oh my gosh. bro.
4: Are you Christian, kidding me? She,
0: she, she puts her hand on Margaret's shoulder, and then she smiles, and she turns towards you. And when she does, Chris, you, you feel uneasy. You feel a weirdness, like a prickling on the back of your neck. And as she turns and looks at you with a grin, you see something look... It's weird. Like it moves behind her eye.
1: Behind her eye.
3: Behind her eyes? Would you say almost like a shadow?
0: But at that moment, there is a scream, a man yelling from down below you all, from the entrance to the, the dinner room, the, the ballroom.
5: Two arms, everyone! Awake, fear, fire, foes, awake! The shadows are lengthening, the lantern is failing! Two arms,
0: The building for the Elder Conclave is in the center of the city. So you guys are still a fair piece away. Um, You are running. Uh, Kellen, are you riding on Charlie? Heck yeah, I am. You are running. Are you guys going to try and hoof it? Or are you looking for some way to speed up your travel?
5: I don't have any way to, but Blaze has a
0: sense of urgency. Well, I mean, like, something you could grab. Like, maybe there would be some horses nearby, or a cart, or something.
5: Are there horses? Are there flutter carts? Like, I'll do a perception check. The
0: flutter carts are like a military thing, but there are these, like, carts pulled by nothing that you guys that you guys see around all the time. So, like, those of you who are familiar with Haven, you could try to spot one.
5: I roll a 14 perception check.
0: Okay, Blaze, you're keeping your eye out
4: for one? I roll a
0: 14 perception
4: check.
5: I will roll one as well.
4: Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, everybody just go ahead. I rolled a natural 20 perception check.
0: Are you kidding me, Brackle?
3: Yeah, yeah. girl.
4: And I no longer have disadvantage That's because good. The, the cleric been me. You all, you spot it, Brackle. They're they're looking, you know,
0: you're trying to find, the, there's no fog here, but the fog, pre- you can see now that you're inside the bead, the fog is pressing in on the bead from every direction, from the top all the way around it. So it has dimmed all the light inside. And while the lanterns, lit by the power of the lantern of Prevalian. The lamps around the streets are still glowing. They're flickering.
5: Oh. What did you say?
0: They are flickering.
5: Um, can I wisdom check to know that I need to go to the lantern immediately?
0: No. Wisdom won't help you. You could arcana check.
5: Can I arcana check?
0: Give me an arcana check. I don't know what it's going to do for you, but you can do it.
5: I got a whopping eight.
0: Mm. Lol. I mean, something's not good. Brackle. You spot two, even though the light is kind of dimmed in here, you spot two of those carts off to the right. They seem like they've been recently abandoned, strangely enough.
4: Oh, well, these carts seem like they've been recently abandoned, strangely enough. <laughs> dear God. Brackle
5: is here.
0: Some urgency, Brackle. Your exhaustion's gone. Do you grab the carts? I grab the carts. Okay, so you can all pile into the carts, even Charlie. There's room for Charlie.
3: We pile in the carts. No, Charlie's pulling this cart, man.
0: No, they're they're they're, they're self-propelled.
3: Oh, never mind. Charlie's riding this car,
4: bro. After Brackle jumps in at the controls, he looks down in horror and says, It's a manual. I can't drive this.
0: <laughs> then you see there's an arcane rune that says automatic.
4: Oh, think Palor or whoever Brackle. You just click it. From the other car, you hear Blaze say, Prevalian. The, the carts take off. Are there any like crates that are spinning with a question mark on them? No, there's not. In the streets?
0: Oh. None. But as you all take off down the streets, you notice two things. One, it is dim. The lights are flickering. Two, it's quiet.
5: Too quiet.
0: There's no one in the streets.
5: I'm not okay with this. We're dead. I
1: would like to cast light on the front of the cart. Okay. And two, I would like to use my communication stone with Illwin mm-hmm. and convey to him what has happened so far and that the... Lighthouse should be coming on soon, and the fog is dangerous. And ask if anything has happened with the shade or anyone else.
0: Nothing has occurred, Captain. We are still holding our position out here today. We're not moving at this time not doing anything of that sort. But we will remain out of the fog until something changes. And if anything happens with the shade, you will be the first to know. Good work. Of course. You all roll through the cu- into the. The campus of the college of magic the lights are flickering it's dim let's everybody perception checks right now Ooh, 14 i got a 10 10 14 total so good 10s i got a 14 okay 14s are good enough anything 10 and above is good enough actually in this case you all start spotting around you something strange and each of you in different directions the lights are flickering and then you hear a rumbling And as you are rolling under a street, you look over to the right, and one of those floating arcane buildings slips.
5: Oh my gosh, what is happening?
0: About 15 feet, and it catches.
5: What the heck? Something's happening to the lantern. Someone's either softening off energy or...
0: (gasps) You also notice that suddenly the shadows are growing. It almost seems like hands are reaching out from the darkness towards you.
3: <laughs> are they nice hands? Wait.
0: Oh, no. They're freaky, creepy hands. <laughs> now, in front of the cart where the light is shining, it seems to push them back. But behind you, the shadows seem to grow up around you as you're pressing forward toward the Elder Conclave. Gloom hands run! Do you push the big red button? Push the button. Push. Oh, it You go faster. You are careening toward... The Elder Conclave. Uh, The lights are flickering. It is still quiet, but now there's a sort of whispery quality to the air as you can see the shadows stretching and growing behind you. As you come up to the steps of the Elder Conclave, you can hear the sound of the chimes blowing up through the pipes that go up the top of the building, but they seem discordant. Guys, I'm tone deaf, but I'm pretty sure this is discordant. You run in? Let's do it. Yeah.
5: Blaze does not hesitate.
0: Joseph, the woman seems freaked out. She seems out of place. She's, she's just looking around, her eyes wide. Do you drag her along with you? Like, you just kind of pull her along? Yeah. You all hop out. Blaze, you hit the ground running?
5: Yep, Blaze is in the front
0: running in the front everything just seems like it's a little pocket of perfection inside here people are just kind of standing around talking to the left side on the on the main floor you can see two doors wide open and you hear the sound of music and many voices talking inside
5: what are you fools doing you run Those, that way yeah i'm i'm, I'm still going I'm everybody behind shouting.
0: him. yes you burst into the ballroom uh, it makes a commotion the
3: british is coming the british are coming two
5: arms Everyone, awake, fear, fire, foes, awake. The shadows are lengthening. The lantern is failing. Two arms.
0: As you say that, you come running room, everyone turns and looks at you. Servance draws his sword.
3: Sir Vance?
0: You don't see Servance yet, don't have time yet. Because the moment you walk in and you yell that out, suddenly there is a crackling of lightning. And in the center of the great ballroom, all of you see a white triangular gate open. Who could it be? And it is... (gasps) It's your mom! A figure. I'm coming through it. (gasps) Half-elven. In purple robes, covered in
5: eyes. (gasps) It's the shade. Chimelot Korth. And that is where we're going to end up. Wow. Oh my gosh, let's go.
2: We're almost in the episode.
5: <laughs> Gretchen,
1: two of us have We're two like, characters in the same room. I already know who it oh is. Oh my gosh. This is crazy.
4: Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna is be this weird. why you wanted me to level up, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. This is why y'all made the Surprise.
3: mistake. Y'all should have only had one character. Hey, Paul, can I bring Phil into this?
0: No, Phil's dead.
3: No, I'm just kidding. He's you know, can the candle king come to play, Paul? This is
5: an outro. <laughs> this is uh, we need to hurry up this outro so we can get to the next episode. Yeah.
2: What do you think we thought last time yeah. when we recorded? And
3: that is where we're going to have to spin this next episode, blah, blah, blah. Shut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey,
0: thanks for listening. Let's get right down to business. Peace. Bye,
2: see you. Bye. Bye, see, see you next guys. Time. Love you. Bye.
0: We love you. Bye. bye. Goodbye. We don't love you.
2: Bye, bye, bye. 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 bye.
1: Vance, Schmance,
3: Pants, Dance.
1: You look tired.
2: She's about to have a worse time. <laughs> you say that?
1: You look like you're straight up not having a good time. <laughs> what
0: does Servant say? What does he do?
2: You want to get married? What does he do?
0: I rub her f- forehead too.
2: <laughs>
0: Jeffrey. Please, <laughs> what does service so give me? Something here.
2: <laughs> no, that was
0: perfect.
2: rub uh, rubber forehead too. Just
0: reach over and just rub her forehead.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, just I know. How you feel Were what? you a
0: mom once?
2: <laughs> you look like Lorik, just less blood.
0: He looks up and Brackle, You actually recognize this guy. Oh, It's
2: your daddy.
0: It's Flubin.
5: <laughs> it's
0: that. Flubin. The Zalberstone clerics. The cleric mages. Hmm. I mean,
4: Brackwell, you know who that is. Yeah, let's go get them. No, it's it's Hilna. And the, the, it's the cleric ladies. Oh, right. Let's go. Let's go find them. I absolutely hate that we have not given the shadow to the Shade. Oh, that would that would be. Wouldn't that be uh, awesome? Amazing. That would be. I could. Like, I wish. What are we doing? I wish y'all would give it to the shade. So, quick question. Yeah. If I give it to the shade, can I get inspiration? <laughs> cool. Like, quick, I gotta go back to the ship real quick. I
2: forgot <laughs> something.
4: Are we in the fog?
0: You're all in the fog. Oh. The fog is in you. Uh, uh, I am one with the fog. The fog is one with me. <laughs> yeah. There's a sob escapes her throat. She holds him tight, weeping. Margaret.
3: <laughs> what a way to transition.
2: <laughs> Margaret is sobbing over in the corner.
3: A
1: single tear rolls down Servance's face. I murdered your son. Here's a childhood
3: toy. One tear. Margaret. <laughs> <cry>. Shut up.
0: <laughs> That's all he's got. Great. And I need to know, is she on Venhaven's side or is she on their side?
3: Also, I hate to be this guy, but if we're talking Blackbeard and the devil, I might side with
2: <laughs> them. <you> know, like, <laughs> <See>? <laughs> that's, I mean,
3: that's I mean that sounds like a pretty solid
0: squad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, honestly, Chris is switching evil chaos.
4: lol. I mean, something's not good. Brackle steps forward and says, I know what to do. In brightest day, in black in blackest sight. night. No evil shall escape my son.
0: I would give you advantage, but you already have it. I mean, I'll give you inspiration. Two arms, everyone. (laughs) I thought you meant
4: like,
5: rip off your arms and use them as weapons. Like cured, (laughs) getting extra (laughs) arms.